Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zuck. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of how to become next on scene in your field of business, something you're passionate about, while also interviewing an awesome kick-ass person who became next on scene in their passion of career. Um, So today, I always like to start with a marketing tip. Marketing tip of the day is going to be about hashtags. If you don't know, every week, I always upload a new YouTube video with top three things to use to benefit your marketing growth. Um, So feel free to hop over to YouTube, check out Jackie Zook on YouTube, and you will get some great marketing tips to up-level your visibility for free. What's better than that, right? Um, But marketing tip I want to give today on the podcast is a big hashtag... um, no, no, um, which is something that I've left on my, uh, YouTube channel. So if you put hashtags up on your posts, um, no matter where they are, if they're on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, I would say those are the three main places tip of the day that you can use hashtags. You can't just put them up there and expect them to sit and take care of themselves. You actually need to click on the hashtags you're using and do some engagement with them, like some pictures, like leave some comments, Um, I think if you do that alone, you're going to see growth in your social media channels. You're going to see more engagement and all the above. So don't let your hashtags just sit on your social media content, actually take action and do something with them. And you're going to see a lot of growth with that. So that is my marketing tip of the day. Um, For self-care tip, um, I would really say, I was actually talking about this yesterday with my assistant about meditation and like really being able to hone in on, you know, your self-confidence and being, you know, spiritual within. And I don't know if anybody has heard of like Insight Timer or the app Calm. Those are two really, really great apps that can actually give you like some sort of routine to get started with meditation if it's not something you like to do on a regular basis. I am personally not the type of person that's going to sit down and meditate for a half hour or beyond. Like you'll probably get me for five to 10 minutes to start. Um, So those are two great apps that are really, really helpful. They give great guided meditations and they also have things where if you just want to listen to the ocean or sounds, great stuff. So definitely check out those things um, and let me know how it works for you. So today I'm so excited for an amazing guest, Yvette Lloyd. She is one amazing rock star. She is a business owner of six different companies and she spent over half a million giving back to her community. Um, She loves seeing people happy and striving for things they want to accomplish in life. She also runs a kick-ass podcast, which we'll talk about today too. So I am so excited to have her on, so excited for you guys all to get to know her. So stay tuned for the amazing Yvette Lloyd. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. All right, everybody. I am officially on the line with the amazing serial entrepreneur, Yvette Lloyd. Hi, Yvette. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? Good. You are so inspiring. I mean, even before we started recording, I was like, oh my God, six businesses doing all the things. Like, please share with me and my audience, like, what inspired you to become an entrepreneur? Um, it was just really at a younger age. I already knew what I wanted to do. 
So it was just a point where I read so many books and educated myself on business it alone itself, but I didn't know exactly exactly what I wanted to go into until I was like 21 years old. Amazing. And then obviously, I mean, being that you have six businesses, like tell us where you got started and what inspired the first part of your business owning ventures. <laughs> well, the first time I got started was um, in 2012. Um, in 2011, my grandmother had passed away and she was inspiring me and was going to help me start my nonprofit organization for my girls because she was really good with paperwork. So I started a nonprofit in my basement of my home where I welcomed young girls in the community and I taught them a lot of things as far as um, adulthood, um, job readiness, college prep. I taught them so many things, and then they started to run away from home, but it became, it became an outlet for them. Instead of them running into the streets, they ended up running away to my home, which made them even safer, and the parents felt a lot more comfortable. So I started that, and then a lot of my girls, they were um, having babies at a young age while in middle school and high school. So I decided to open up a daycare center, which was upstairs from my home. And so it would make it convenient for them, for their kids to attend the group sessions. So once the group session started, they were able to go and drop their kid off in the daycare area. So it just grew from there. Actually, been going, it's been eight years now. That's freaking amazing. So where do you reside, by the way? I'm in Akron, Ohio. Awesome. And I love how you're doing everything out of your home. So what is your personal connection to helping young girls? What inspired that piece of it? Um, I used to work in the public school system. Um, I have a degree in early childhood education. And with me being in the schools, being a substitute and everything, it brought a light to me of seeing how a lot of girls didn't carry themselves well or they wasn't knowledgeable about many things and to prepare them for adulthood they just thought the fun was just there and they didn't never have to grow so a lot of girls end up like clinging to me and I started to mentor them while I was in the schools and then I ended up stepping out on faith and I just started my own program. It was originally supposed to be called Yvette Young Women's Program, but I ended up naming it Fidea Young Women's Program. And Fidea means protect others and sacrificing your life for the community. It's amazing. So that's what made me just change it because it meant a lot to me just to even have those girls. And it's so crazy because now I've probably mentored over 800 girls and my daycare center I have another one also now and it's a lot bigger I can have like 112 kids in my center and now my girls that they're older they actually work for they work at my daycare center and some of the girls that do go to college they come and work for the summer during their days off uh, for the summer from college so I'm teaching them a lot of things. I don't expect them to be working for me for long. It's a, the objective of it is for me to help them grow 
and expand the adventures of life. That's amazing. You are a true inspiration. Like to take all this on originally on your own and from your home is like inspiring in itself. Like how, how was managing that when it was all in your home at one point? Man, it was, it was rough managing it <laughs> in my home. It was like, because you know, you know, it's different. Your home is supposed to be your home and just welcoming people in and then if it's like two o'clock in the morning i got someone a girl knocking at my door and or they're calling me in the morning and prevention of attempting to commit suicide it became a lot but it's like over the years i enjoyed every moment of it it helped me grow as a woman and with me dealing with so much of that it helped me separate myself from um, other women that wasn't meaningful and trying to heal themselves and make themselves a better person. So I just became, just I grew up a lot. I, I really did. And as much as I was helping those girls, I was helping, they were helping me too it's along the way. And I just don't regret it. I, I invested a half a million dollars of my money into it. Um, it actually comes from my daycare center. So whatever I made from my daycare center, I invested it right back into the girls with clothes, with shoes. Um, if they light bills or anything get shut off, I help the parents get it cut back on. Um, if they need to get a ride to the hospital, I took them on vacations out of town. It was just all of that. I was just really just, being a second home for them. That's amazing. Now, with everything going on between COVID and then the protests, like, what is your advice to people of, like, how to, like, be, like, have know that they have a safe space? And what advice are you even giving your girls with, like, how to deal with all this transition and, like, not really having control of what's going on on the outside, right? Yes. Um... I'm, you know, everybody has their own area. Some people will get out there and protest. Some people would rather educate themselves than be out there protesting. Everybody has their own passion of things that they want to do when it comes to protesting. Uh, what I do is just educate them. I'm an educator, so i rather educate them what's going on with the world and let them know what positions they could put themselves in to make the world a better place. I love that. Um, and I'm sure you share that through your podcast too, right, Yvette? I'm sure you do that. Yes, mm -hmm. I really haven't really got into it yet with my podcast because it's more like um, women sharing their testimonies. So I haven't really gotten into it that way. I really... Um, I'm not big on controversy and conflict. I like that. This is why we get along. Same That's, here. <laughs> yeah. I just, I like my peace. Mm -hmm. And I'd rather just make things happen behind the scenes to make people feel better about different things. That's, that's just where I'm at in that area. <laughs> it's just like, it's a calmer way of dealing with chaos, honestly. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's just some, 
some people are gifted to deal with that. I, I'm just not one of those people. Yeah, but I don't, you know, it's each their own. You know, like we were saying earlier, like you can yeah. create, you can create a calm way of educating rather than feeling like you have to be out there and in the, in the neck of it all. Right. And I think that's just really important to share yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really important. No, it's true. I just figured with the young girls, you know, like I just feel like even with COVID, right? Like with everything that happened with COVID-19 and all that stuff, like ha- with the young generations now, it's like this is not the way life used to be, right? But this is the new life they that thought, we're all facing. COVID, it's so funny. They thought COVID was a joke when it first started. <laughs> they they just knew they were going to school the following week, and it wasn't going to last this long. The only scary part about COVID, of course, they were going to school online. So I had to figure out ways to educate them still, even though they're doing it online. But they're, sometimes you find kids cheating on their tests and sharing <laughs> each other's answers. They're, they were doing so many things, and I'm like, y'all really have to learn because your teachers may be teaching you, but it's a different type of vibe when you're getting it through Zoom. Totally. And that's when, after so many, like probably a month went by, they was like, oh, my gosh, I can't take this. I need to go back to school. I'm like, oh, you didn't like school. You was happy you were taking the break. <laughs> So it was so funny. It was like they just started to miss school a lot. So it it was like they had their ups and downs and taking care of themselves. And we also got some kids that's in a home that's very toxic. And with it being toxic, it's like they'd rather be at school than be at home. Totally. Or, I ha- yes, I even had a young girl that wanted to commit suicide because she was just in her home and she just didn't feel right and feel comfortable or anything. So I had to get her together. And oddly, I had a I have another house when some girls um, come in town or whatever, they are able to go to that house. So I let her spend time at that home for a little while just to cool off and um, talk to her dad, her dad been raising her since she was born and now they on good terms she's doing really good it just they just need a breather you know when totally. they're around each other for so long they're ready to kill each other no it's true it's so true and this this was like not normal for anybody at all right. so we were all facing right. it together you know so, so what would your recommendations be, you know, for people that, I mean, I know a lot of people that I'm connected to are in the mental health space. So like, what advice would you give to people that actually are struggling? Like what are healthy ways to realize they have outlets to do things? I mean, obviously you're in Ohio and I don't know, I mean, my audience is scattered, but what advice would you be to people that maybe don't live near you? Um, it's, it's a, as far as like a mental state of mind. I would say um, just pray to whatever your beliefs are. Um, A lot of people have different beliefs. Um, I I personally believe in God, so I pray to him. So if your belief is different, you pray to whomever you believe in and gain an understanding and a closer relationship with it so you can cope every day. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally, I um, created, had different ways so that I can meditate or 
just a lot of people, a lot of us forgot about that we have an outside tool point. We can go to a park or we can go on trails. So true. And, you know, just do normal, get back to the new norm of things that what we used to do that made us happy. It was simple things that made us happy until social media came and all the extra stuff. And you just got to go back to our roots on exactly what we used to do when we were younger or what our ancestors did to make them happy. And just prioritize your time. Um, Educate yourself. Look up things on how to make things better within your household. Spend time with your children. Communicate with your children and get to know them. Because every day, a lot of parents, they had no choice but to go to work. Mm -hmm. They had no choice but to work long hours and everything. So a lot of things did get cut off. So that would be a time for them to spend time with them. And they all get to know each other and build a whole new relationship on another level that they couldn't even imagine. I love that. There's many things that we can do. It's just we have to be willing to do it and start believing in ourselves, loving ourselves, taking care of ourselves and everything. No, it's, I love that. That's great advice. What would you say is like one of your, like we call them becoming like next non-scene moments, but like one moment for you that you really helped somebody, it could have even been like your first person you ever mentored. Can you talk a little bit about that experience? Like that you knew you were on the right path to create this empire that you have. I think my you know what's so crazy with me doing all of that for about eight years? I think my one moment was when I started to speak life into women, and that's when I started my podcast. Um, I had a podcast launch event back in January, and the reason being for me starting a podcast because my mom passed away in October, and we were starting it together. Aww. So... I, I was trying to figure out ways to keep going and still have this launch for me to launch it. And at the event, it was so many women that just out the blue just start pouring out themselves. And one um, brought to my attention was she experienced molestation and hatred and everything. But it was like after she released that at that particular event, and she never told anyone publicly. It was like a breath of fresh air. And I just felt so good about that because, you know, getting kids together is different. But as an adult, it's a lot more powerful because we, we hold on to so many things for so many years. And we never have programs like the program that I have. So reaching a woman in that matter of time of, of my event that only lasted like four or five hours was very inspiring for me to touch lives like that that's amazing so can you talk about I mean honestly now you're need, you're leaving that legacy though for your mom to continue to share stories where people can be vulnerable and share share light you know you bring light to that right yeah I love it so tell us yeah. about your podcast life or podcast when is it um, on tell us all the things um, my podcast it um, airs every Wednesday. I usually um, also do live interviews on Instagram, and I also do them on Facebook and YouTube live. And what 
what's so inspiring about it is my mom was an authentic woman. She was just straight to the point. She always spoke life into women on a daily basis, and that's what created me to call my podcast Life Her Podcast. So from me going through that and transpiring and making this huge transition without her, it's like spiritually I know she's still with me. So I have all these women I have interviewed, and they're professionals. I have interviewed multi-billionaires. I have interviewed millionaires. I've interviewed other serial entrepreneurs or just everyday women with a nine-to-five, and they still have a testimony to share to uplift other women. And it's amazing to see how much us as women can take on so many things and sometimes we still aren't satisfied or we are still aren't appreciated. Mm-hmm. So this gives women an opportunity to have their voice speak their own truth and feel appreciated by other women because, you know, us women, we think we're the only ones going through something. <laughs> <laughs> it is so, so true. And we're harder on ourselves <laughs> than anything else, right? Yes. So that this gives other women a light to know that you have a purpose in life and no, you aren't the only one that's been through something just like that before. And once they listen to it, I have so many women like, Oh my gosh, your podcast was amazing. I can relate to it. So it's so good for them to be able to, you know, just embrace that experience and heal themselves along the way. It's like me mentoring my girls, but now it's like me mentoring women because a lot of my girls are like 22 years old, 23 years old now, and they've been wanting me to also have a program. But I'm like, I have this podcast for you, <laughs> and this can and this can help you in so many ways. I love it. You're just that one-stop shop for that community space. It's so good, so good. Yes, yes, it's really huge. I recently was. Um, on the on our front page paper and they recognized me as a unsung hero. I love it. That is really so excited. true. You really are. You're amazing, <laughs> Yvette. That's so awesome. So yes, awesome. In December I also have my own day, Yvette Lloyd Day. I love it. Are you serious? That's amazing. <laughs> yes. That's freaking yep, awesome. I have my own day here in Akron, Ohio. Oh my God, I love it. So well-deserved. That is amazing. So as you continue to grow this empire, what is next for you? Uh, school. <laughs> I love it. Uh, school, uh, school is next for me. That's why I'm um, pacing myself with my learning center with it being so much bigger. I have more school-agers than younger children. And what I do, what I plan on doing is... Um, having an elementary school and educating the kids because I've noticed a lot of kids, they don't know how to read, Mm -hmm. they don't know how to write, and sometimes, you know, teachers just pass them or they just get labeled as them having a learning disability instead of actually just working with them. So I want to make a difference in that area and educate them and pass them when they need to be passed until they actually get it and still obtain help for them with them still being combined in my daycare. So with my with my daycare center, we don't only 
we don't watch kids. We educate them from when they come in until they leave. I love it. That's freaking amazing. Thank you. Yeah. The vision's happening. I see it now. I totally do. Do you think you would take it on a na- more national level or you think you'd stay local to Ohio? Um, I think I will say right now my mind is just being here. Mm-hmm. But I do, I would love to speak on panels and speak life into other women. And also I, I speak to men too. Um, I just rather you know, be an inspiration to a lot of people and talk to them about being a business owner and everything. Cause even though I have accomplished a lot of things, I've been through a lot. I also, I lost a learning center before with, um, two friends running it and they sabotaged it purposely. And I didn't know until it was too late. So, um, it, it takes a lot on, you know, to take on like that when you have friends that you trust and running your own center, but yet they were plotting against you and not liking the fact that you are growing in so many ways, even though I did open up another one within a week. (laughs) (laughs) No big deal. I love that. Great comeback. Yeah, yeah, it was a huge comeback. I literally got my paperwork together in a week, and I opened up in one day. Amazing. And all my kids just rolled over into my new center, and that's how I end up. And since then, I've just been seeing a lot of things prosper. It's like sometimes people teach you many lessons. I learned a lot during that process, and it helped me to expand what I have now. And be able to learn the ropes of different ways and avenues to help children and the community and not only that myself mm-hmm. so true and I I truly believe that things happen because you're meant to like share that with somebody else like as a learning experience you know like I feel yeah. like that's definitely a huge a huge learning factor for people especially that are business owners yes it definitely is and, and, you know, a lot of people see us as business owners. They think it's just so easy. Like, we're just skipping around happy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not true. Totally. Um, it takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of me time. It takes a lot for the things that we do, especially when you have a whole lot of staff and you have to deal with liability taxes and so many things behind that and I have I first I have 20 staff so that it's a lot but you know what you pulled through and look at what happened that's amazing oh my god yeah amazing talk about inspiring (laughs) you that you just keep pushing keep pushing through whatever happens which is so so important and so powerful so good for you I love it. Thank you. So can we play? Um, I want to play some game time with you. There's no rush to answer the questions. It's just a fun way for our audience to get to know you more. So first question, what is Yvette's favorite food? You know, my favorite food is pizza and macaroni. I love that. Do you eat them together? Like on the pizza? No, I don't. <laughs> it's separate. I can just eat macaroni all the time. Oh, my God. I love macaroni, too. 
what kind of pizza are we talking? Are we talking plain cheese pizza, pepperoni pizza? What are we talking in terms of favorite pizza? It really don't matter. Just long as it's pizza, I'm, <laughs> I'm eating it. <laughs> great answer. That's a great answer. Okay, question number two. If you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Um, I would say my lifer t-shirt, my lifer merchandise. Um, I will wear that for a long time because it's, it's a, um, another way of my mother being with me. I love that. And what would you wear on the bottom yeah. and what shoes would you wear? You got to be full detail. Tell us everything. Are we talking leggings, jeans? Well, I'm real, I'm real big. I, I love leggings. So I have, I have lifer leggings, lifer t-shirts. Love it. And t- and like tennis shoes, I love all types of tennis shoes. Um, I'm like a, I love Yeezys because they're so comfortable. <laughs> I don't think I even know what that is. Is that silly? What is that? Um, Kanye West is his um, shoe brand. Ah, but what are they? Are they sneakers? They, are they what kind of shoes? Yes, they're they're sneakers, and they are so freaking comfortable. It's awesome. Like you walk in and cushion. I mean, that's that's the way to be if you got to wear them forever, right? So. Yes, I, I love it, too. I love it. So you're being so self-branded, I- self-branded, connect to your mom and being comfortable. What's better than that? Yes. Great choices. Nothing better. So what is your um, next question? What is your favorite destination you've ever traveled to? And follow-up question, what is your bucket list destination? Next My favorite destination, I could say it was, um, I really love Vegas a lot. I love Vegas, I too. Know. I love it. It's just always something to do. I really love Vegas, and I really love Jamaica. Those are um, great choices. Yeah, I love those two places. It's like they just give you a whole nother life. Where you go. I know. And, well, um, Vegas has the excitement, right? And Jamaica's more like laid back, relax, enjoy. I feel like yeah. it's like a little bit of both. Those are good choices. What would you say is your yes. bucket list? Where's a place you haven't been you want to go? Um, I would say Barbados. Ooh. Yeah, Barbados may be my bucket list. I would like for me and my husband to go there and experience it between Barbados and Africa. I love it. Good choices. Africa's so big, though. Would you guys travel, like, the country, or would you actually, like, do you have a select place you'd want to go there to start? I don't don't have a select place. Um, I I wanted to look more into it. I haven't looked into it yet because I knew I would. I didn't want to tease myself. It's never too late to just start manifesting it, you bet, okay? Just start looking into yes. it. You deserve it. <laughs> yes, so I'm going to start doing that once I get everything together because we have so much going on. Because we got a janitorial company, real estate company, and a lawn care service. So I'm trying, we're trying to balance things right now. <laughs> totally. Well, you're making it all happen, so that's all that matters, right? Love it. Yes. All right, final question. If you could have dinner 
or spend the day with somebody dead or alive you haven't met yet, who would it be and why? That's difficult. I know. You could do more than one person if you want. People have said more than one person. I will, well, I will say my mother and my mother-in-law, because me and my husband lost our mothers the same year, nine months apart. Aww. Yeah, but you know your mom and mother-in-law. I'm talking about somebody you haven't met. Who is somebody that you could bring your mom and mother-in-law to meet? They could be passed on, too. That's what what makes this question so interesting. It's somebody you guys haven't met. I don't know. (laughs) Such a tough question, I know. Yeah, that is a good question. But it could be anybody. Like, the world is your oyster. I would probably say, see, they're really down to earth, so I would probably say Maya Angelou. Oh, I love that. Great choice. Yeah, Great choice. I would say my answer just to sit down and talk to her. I think that'd be a great vibe. I think there. so too. And you could bring your mom and mother-in-law, right? Because they're all passed on, so yes. you can have a huge luncheon and connect. I love it. <laughs> yes. I love it. That's really special. So cool. Well, you bet you're so awesome. Can you tell everybody how they can follow you on social media, listen again to your podcast, and also your website? Um, you can look on my website, www.yvettesloyd.com, and you can also look at lifeherpodcast.com, and you can follow me on all social media platforms, lifeherpodcast. And other than that, just tune in. We're on all major platforms. You can listen to it. You will feel inspired. You can always email me, lifeherpodcast at gmail.com if you want to be featured on the show, have any questions, or if you want to find out more information about me. I love it. Well, thank you so much for making the time today. You're awesome. Everybody definitely needs to follow Yvette and get social with her and connect further beyond this show. And I look forward to seeing, uh, having you guys all tune in for Who's Next on scene. Thank you again, Yvette. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.